Welcome to The Grange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia. We're a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. This week we have Lachlan. Hello. Lauren. Hello. And Justin. Any large scientific project is a delicate balancing act between the needs of the community around it, the environment, as well as the desires for that particular scientific project. A great way of looking at this is through the 30-metre telescope project in Hawaii, which is trying to balance the cultural significance of Manukea to the native Hawaiians against the desires for scientific progress. The Pacific Ocean is huge, really, really big, and as Australia person living on the east coast of Australia, we know the Pacific Ocean is there as our nearby neighbour, and think, yeah, we've got a bond with the Pacific Ocean, but it's hard to appreciate just how massive it is. And in the middle of the Pacific Ocean lies some truly enormous volcanoes coming up from the ocean floor, 12,000 metres below, all the way up to the ocean top, and then rising another further 4,000 metres up into the air. These volcanoes are the island chain that we call Hawaii. And the biggest of the volcanoes, mountains really, on the big island of Hawaii, that, that, that is its name, like Big Island, that, that is one of the names of, of the island chain, is called Manukea. And it is a very impressive mountain, reaching over 4,205 metres up. It is one of the tallest mountains in the United States, out of all its. And it is one of the best places in the world to observe the skies. Why is that, Justin? Is that because it's really high up, or is it more like the climate and the clouds and stuff, or the light pollution, or what is it? All of those things and more. Because it's so high up, it means it's above most clouds, but also it's low humidity, it means it's above most of the water vapour, it's got clean air, it's got lovely weather in a nice tropical setting, and it's not in the middle of a desert like the places in Chile, which is nice, plus it's in the middle of an ocean, a really massive ocean, and there's not many sources of light pollution. Now, Justin, Hawaii, like most places on Earth, were originally occupied by indigenous cultures. Um, now, from my limited understanding, it sounds like a lot of these mountains and volcanoes have a lot of significance to the indigenous populations. Um, is there a lot of conflict between the scientists wanting to build lots of telescopes and the indigenous people who might have, like, sacred cultural connections to this land? That's right. So, in this specific case, in the mountain of Manikea, the reason why we're talking about it today is that there is a proposal to build a very large 30-metre telescope, that's its name, the 30-metre telescope, the TMT, on Manukea. Now, there's already 12 other telescopes on Manukea in a specifically designated astronomy precinct area, um, which is preserved um, for its historical um, to make sure that it's not spreading out too far and impacting the historical significance of the overall Manukea area which is actually protected area to try and protect the significance for the indigenous Hawaiian people the native Hawaiians but there is a proposal to build this new telescope which is causing a lot of controversy as you're suggesting because its location is at one end very scientifically beneficial but at the other end a place which has got a lot of significance to the native Hawaiians. So you said it, it'd be a scientifically um, useful telescope, Justin. 
If they've already got 12 telescopes, why do they need another one? What does this telescope do that the other ones can't? That's right. And to do this, we really need to discuss the amazing world of EOTs. Extremely Large Telescopes. Good name. Yeah, and it, it is. Because really, we, we can't build a telescope with a mirror larger than 8.4 metres. Because it's really hard to cast one piece of glass in a size greater than 8.4 metres. That's like perfectly, perfectly, perfect. Perfectly smooth, right? So even in the 80s, we thought it was basically impossible. So some University of California and Caltech researchers came up with a design, which has gone on to become the TMT's design, um, which would actually use 492 segmented mirrors in total to sort of get up to that 30 metre size um, using companion them all together, kind of like a, a fly's eye to get to the same effect. So you don't need one massive mirror, you just have a lot of small mirrors. And what it would do, by using all these mirrors together, it's actually nine times more powerful than another really amazing and really strong telescope that is already on Manukea, the WM Keck telescope. So... By doing this all together, you actually piece together a really powerful telescope. Um, and you can't just do it on their own. The people who have sort of involved in this proposal and with research and development for all the amazing pieces needed for it are from Japan, China, Canada, India. And, and you know, they're talking about something that would cost over $1.5 billion to build and would take, you know, 10 years to construct. And the reason why they picked Hawaii, of all places, is that they did a big list of an evaluation of every other possible place to put it in the world. And they went through all of the options, and they came up with a short list of five. Three of them were in Chile, uh, one was in Mexico, and this one is in Hawaii. The Hawaii tel telescope option was the only one that was in the northern hemisphere. So while there are other options in Chile that would just be just as good, and it's in the middle of a desert mountaintop, yeah, that's fantastic. It's, all, it's in the southern sky, so why does that matter? Well, it matters because the Europeans are building the E, E-L-T, in Chile, in, a, in one of the other locations, which is the ex European Extremely Large Telescope. So, if you're going to build two of these crazily powerful telescopes, it would make sense to have them pointing at different parts of the sky, because the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere both look at different areas. So, if you're going to spend a lot of money and do the thing, you may as well not have them next to each other, but rather in different places. So, that's why they settled on Hawaii. Okay, that makes sense. So, it's a really, really large telescope that will allow us to see things we can't see at the moment because it's so powerful. Um, but they want to build it on a land that has been considered sacred to the indigenous people. Is that about right? Yeah, and when you think about it, the if you want to sail across the Pacific Ocean and get to this island in the middle of nowhere, really, you need to be a really good navigator. Fortunately, a lot of the people who actually got there first were some of the best navigators the world has ever seen, the Polynesians. They travelled tremendous distances using very small boats and only the stars to guide them. So they were very proficient astronomers. They had keen observations and were very good and methodical in the way they approached it. And when they found Mount Kea, it became significant to them as the mountain in the Pacific. It's the tallest mountain in all the region of the Pacific. So it became like the focal point and something that became a myth of legend. And then when the people settled there, they became the native Hawaiians, it became a culturally significant space, a place of gathering and a place of burial. So was it 
also so significant to them because the mountain was so tall because it meant they could stargaze a lot easier? Yes, there's certainly that, but it also became a place of sacred space and ritual. Um, so for some native Hawaiians, it's, it's viewed as a sacred space where it's the home of the deities or a place where they buried ancestors. In fact, also the, uh, they would limit the access to the, the absolute summit to the chiefs and spiritual leaders because that that was the sacred spot. You don't just you don't just waltz up there for a picnic. You you treat it with reverence and respect. So basically, Justin, you're saying that um this area has a lot of spiritual significance. And what Lauren was saying is that um these people were also amazing uh, are amazing astronomers. And this actually this place had a lot of history of astronomy as well and gazing at the stars. Well, that's right. So the transit of Venus, which is the transit of Venus in front of the sun, the eclipse, was one of the first big collaborative worldwide scientific measurements. And one of those places that a lot of that science was done was in Hawaii. Uh, and the king of Hawaii at the time, King Kamehameha, actually welcomed the, the telescopes there. Mind you, those telescopes were, you know, tiny little two-meter-long things on a tripod. Yeah. Not, not a massive telescope. Yeah. But they, he did welcome them and say, you know, this it's a continuation of our heritage. Um, but... People contend that you know that's not the same thing as building this massive building with a thirty-meter telescope on it. That being said, the native Hawaiian people themselves are not one homogenous group. They don't all share the same opinions. Um, as part of its consultation process for the design and construction of this, um, the Office of, of Hawaiian Affairs, an advocacy agency for native Hawaiians, and the Kaukamana Native Hawaiian Advisory Council, all lent their support to the TMT design. Um, but there's been substantial protests on the site where construction is now starting and a lot of discussion and, and uh, anger in the community about the construction of the telescope because while some native Hawaiians support it, others don't. And the University of Hawaii, who was leading this pro construction of this project, to their credit, is actually working very hard to try to reach an outcome that is beneficial and satisfies all parties with some sort of compromise. Is it really a king commandment? Yeah. Yes. It means great total wave. Yeah. That's great. I like that a lot. So, as part of the negotiations at the University of Hawaii, uh, the TMT Observatory, when it's built, will actually be the first one of the 12 other um, observatories up there that will actually pay rent for being on this sacred mountain. That's a large amount. That's you know, 300000 a year all the way up to a million dollars a year once it's actually even full operation. So even while it's in construction, it will be paying rent. And that's important because it's the only one that's actually then contributing back to the community. And 80% of that lease rent will go to the, the Office of Manokan Management for the stewardship of the mountain. And the, 20, uh, the remainder, 20%, will go to the Office of Hawaiian Affairs. And also there's a non-profit that's been launched with $2 million of contributions to set up science, technology, engineering, math, STEM, programs and scholarship to try and redirect the money that is being earned from this telescope and the business that it's bringing and the jobs that it's creating and actually use it in a way that can then empower and provide scholarship and opportunities for native whites. That seems really cool because all around the world there seems to be a lot of inequality where um, indigenous peoples um, have less access to education, especially tertiary education. So it's really awesome to see these programs out there to try and encourage um, scholarship and education. And that's right. And the, the Imola Astronomy Centre is one of the places run by the University of Hawaii, which is about helping integrate the advances of science and indigenous culture and help them work together. 
um, by sharing the Hawaiian culture of science, to use it to inspire, to use it for exploration, to help bridge that gap and bring people together and, and help them learn new things, both sides, all sides, and share um, not only their home of the island, the science on it, and their, their passion for exploration, astronomy, and other things, all, all Hawaiian. So it's not an easy solution, and it's not something that there is a solution for yet, and I suppose it won't be settled for a little while yet to come. So at this stage, the protesters, some native Hawaiian protesters, are voicing their opinions. The people in charge of the telescope are trying to listen to that and find a way forward. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Hopefully a solution can be found that satisfies all parties. This has been the Young Scientists of Australia's podcast, LaGrange Point. The debate over the 30-metre telescope at Manukea in Hawaii will continue, but we hope they manage to find a compromise that meets the needs of the native Hawaiians as well as the desires for the scientific project. Our ending theme was composed by Audio Head to ysa.org.au for more information about the Young Scientists of Australia.